live. Live, 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 live. I'm, oh, wow, that would have been the second coffee I spilled today. Live from Los Angeles, this is Dre's Geek Philosophy, the Monday, June 4th edition, question mark? Yep. We're here. We are here. We are live on Facebook. We are live on we're, we're live on PlayStation. It's working. It's working. The internet is working on PlayStation today. So we are live if you if you, if you so are, are so inclined. You want to see the entire studio on Twitch.tv forward slash Dre GP podcast. What is up, gentlemen? We, it, it, it's, it, it's Monday night. It's, it's just after 8 p.m. Hey, we're in earlier than we were last week. What's going on, gentlemen? How, how, how was your weekend? What did you guys do? You guys do anything? No, no. Really. no. I went and saw my family. He's, I I he, took Lily to see uh, Infinity War. Oh, that's oh. right. You, you you took your, your oh. lovely stepdaughter to see how, Infinity how, War. How my eight year old darling eight, stepdaughter. How'd that go? How did that go? Oh boy! It didn't it didn't hit her when it happened. I mean, it, I don't wanna, she didn't I, quite we're realize. Still, we we're still, still kind of in that spoiler free yeah. zone. So it wasn't until the end of the movie when she was like, "Did, did they is, all just die?" <laughs> That poor thing. <laughs> and I was, and I, was like, I was curious when when you eventually took uh, Lily to go see that movie, like yeah, how uh, she would feel. I was like, when all the things would happen. I was like, yeah, yeah, they just did. And she was like, no, <laughs> because everybody dies. <laughs> everybody dies. Just it's just like as we said before, the uh, Infinity War, just a cascade of of, of death and destruction. Yeah, especially because you said she really enjoyed Black Panther. She really enjoyed Black Panther, so well, I mean, her. not to say if he died or not, but, but yeah, but she loved the Black Panther movie, so yeah. no, but like there was the people a, in Wakanda die. There's a lot of Wakanda, <laughs> a, lot yeah, of a lot of Wakandans, get yeah, a, lot of Wakanda. a lot, a lot, a lot of, of fighting. Wakandans bite the dust. Yeah, to say that. Yeah, there you go, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and well played. You know what? Well played. Thank a you. lot of Wakandans bite the dust. I kind, I, I a lot of people bite the dust under the radar. But yeah, it was, uh, it was interesting trying to just. To explain all of that to her, I'm like, yeah. that means you know, next year they're gonna have another movie. <laughs> yep, Avengers they're just letting 4. you know just how bad of a bad guy Thanos is. <laughs> yep, and it makes it so that for all the people who survived, you're wondering how they're gonna figure it out. Yep, and on top of that, you remember when Doctor I, Strange said, "This is the only way." The only way. So, and it's like you're having to explain this to an eight year old. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that that's probably the big challenge. I mean, that's yeah. a challenge I feel a lot of parents probably had. You know, like, hey, let's go to a Marvel movie. These are fun little romps, and then, yeah. like, <laughs> then you got, to, and then this past weekend you got to experience that. Yeah, so it was nice going through that because she she got it. She like mm -hmm. she's like they just gave me someone I really need to hate. Yeah, and mm -hmm. it's at the same time I wonder if she like gets the nuances about the fact that his actions. Are benevolent in his mind. Right. It, yeah. it, 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 is, it is much more complicated. He's not an evil figure in his mind, where some villains, they know they're evil. Like I'd yeah. say, Alex Luther knows he's evil. Oh, yeah. he knows. Doesn't he's give evil. a damn. Joker knows he's evil. Oh, Joker is an agent damn. of chaos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, that was, there was a lot of Thanos crying and a lot of like, he was like, oh. He was very man. emotional. Yeah, he's very emotional. <laughs> All <laughs> of a sudden, I mean, do we have now, like, here's the thing. We always talked about how DC. All of their movies are just too dark and emo yeah. and everything. But if you look down the line of villains that Marvel has, they're the emo ones. Yes. Yeah. That, you see, that's the problem. That's Mar the Marvel, difference. Marvel made them made the villains emo, where the the heroes are very yeah. emo in the in DCU. Yeah. So yeah, on Saturday, 
uh, Pete Molini and his lady, I was gonna bring that up right and <laughs> myself and my lady, the lovely Rosa, we went to go see I Love Dogs. Mm-hmm. And ah, that was my that was JoJo's first movie. That was JoJo's first movie. Yeah, me. Oh we, boy, we, I, that was our first family <laughs> movie with JoJo. Really? Yeah, and it That's was awesome. Empty stu- uh, empty theater. Mm-hmm. So we just like he fell asleep in the middle of it, and I, I was just walking him on the top rope just by myself, just enjoying the movie while mm-hmm. I was just in there with him. It was great. And that was a fun movie. Yeah, uh, it was a great a, movie. Yeah. I, and it's so funny. As uh, Rosa and I were hanging out yesterday, and, uh, and she's uh, she's like, oh, she's like, I love dogs. I'm like, I love dogs. And then it's like, oh, I didn't. You know, that totally had gone over my head. Yeah. That's kind of a, it, it's both. I love dogs and Isle Island of dogs. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, I see what you do. I see what you did there. <laughs> I see what you did there, Wes Anderson. They made that reference in the movie, the Kentucky Fried movie. Oh, really? Uh, the place you, I don't know if you did you ever see the movie? I, I still have not seen Kentucky Fried. Okay, movie. that's something we need to rectify. I don't know if I can say that on the radio. <laughs> rectify. But, yeah, no. Th- there's a moment where they had like a scene, like an atomic bomb goes off, mm-hmm. and it's on the Isle of Lucy. Ah, ah, ah. So an atomic bomb blew up. I love Lucy. More or less. Is it? That was the funniest thing because we well, there was a bunch of kids in the theater. Yeah, for a ten twenty showing at the at the bargain theater <laughs> yeah. in Pasadena, they were like, I was like, there are kids here. But like the opening scene, I mean, I didn't give anything away, but the opening scene, the dog gets his ear bit off, dude. Like, oh, I was that like, movie is uh, great. It's it is it's, it's very comical. Though. Yeah, it, it's very comical. Yeah. Like, I, I love how they they had a conversation. Like the dogs are like, hey, let, let's let's open the bag, make sure yeah. we're, 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 if we're gonna tear each other pieces, make sure we're fighting over something good. Hey, they're listening off trash. All right, good enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was absolutely Wes Anderson. Yeah. at like the writing at its finest. And then and then yeah, the, the, his usual cast of characters. I, I didn't realize that the baseball dog was Bill Murray. I, yeah. I, I knew yeah. Bill Murray was in there somewhere, but I didn't realize that the the baseball dog. Yeah. I forgot his name. Was Bill Murray, and yeah. then of course the 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 the, the neurotic dog was <laughs> that, that that was very clearly and very easily uh, uh, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, well, <laughs> it had all of his usual suspects. Uh, all, uh, everybody. Although it it I it was. Killing me, I was trying to figure out the, the other dog's spots. I was trying to figure out what his voice was. Because I, 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 everything was during the opening credits, but I wasn't like I wasn't sitting there taking dutiful notes. Yeah. Because they just ran through the, the cascade of people like, Leave Schreiber, yeah. a.k.a. Sabretooth, mm-hmm. or, the, or the, the guy from Scream, who yeah. was not the killer. <laughs> spoiler alert? <laughs> a 20-year <laughs> spoiler alert? Yeah, he was he was spots. He was spots, and then, yeah, then Brian Cranston, who was just he was just Heisenberg yeah. the entire time. <laughs> that was Heisenberg as a dog. <laughs> I don't care. I'm a, I'm a stray. <laughs> I am a stray. <laughs> I'm the one who bites. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he kept saying that. He's like, I bite. I, I bite. bite. I bite. <laughs> I bite. <Yes. laughs> I, and of course, as all you know, I'm sure they all had fun. Yeah. And uh, the narrator, uh, Courtney B. Vance, doing his best. Uh, Morgan Freeman impression. <laughs> it was a very entertaining movie. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. I, I loved how, like, everyone, like, every, it's in Japan, so everyone spoke Japanese, yeah. except for, you know, the dog. The do- well, the dog spoke English. Yeah. But, and the like, one English character. The, the one, the, one uh, tra- the, the foreign exchange student, or, and, the, and then was it, uh, there was one person who was, like, translating. Yeah. I thought it was Tilda Swinton, but it turned out to be um, Francis McDormand. Yeah. Tilda Swinton was the, the, Oracle dog. Oh, that's right. The Oracle. <laughs> it's like, she can see into the future. No, she's a dog who understands TV. Yeah. <laughs> she's the seer. She's the Oracle. <laughs> she understands TV. It was just amazing. Yeah, it was a good movie. 
fun one. Uh, that 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 was that was fun. I, I I really enjoyed it from 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 start to finish. I just I just all the time I was thinking though, like like the way they advertise this movie. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a bunch of people that took their kids and they were like, "What well, is this? What is <laughs> happening? There's <laughs> like, well, a kid with a freaking helicopter part stuck in his head. <laughs> yeah. the way Maybe a little bit of brain damage. I would I can see that for people who don't really know movies like yeah like. If you know a Wes Anderson movie, you know what you're going to get. Right. And this was him basically creating a movie that's done in animation with animals. That, oh, my God. They like stop motion. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. But that's really great. It opens up like a different level oh, yeah. of comedy because now you get, sorry to say, but you get the sniff the buck comedy jokes yeah. now because you get, you get to unleash the world of dog comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're, they're, so, they're so funny and silly. Yeah. Because they, 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 they're playing it as they were dogs. You yeah. know, like, oh, I'm loyal to this. <laughs> I am loyal to my master. <laughs> it's like, I'm a stray. Screw, screw owners. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. I really, it, it, I really it, enjoyed that one. It was really good. It, it, so it, it was a, it was a very a very artistic weekend for me. <laughs> because Sunday, I, I, had the, I had the day off from my other job. So my, my, my lovely lady, Rosa, she works for the LA Opera. Mm. So we went and saw an opera. It was the last day of... Uh, Rigoletto, uh, Rigoletto, is that how Rigoletto. I Rigoletto, Rigoletto, uh, man. Uh, yeah, a very apparently a very famous Italian opera, yes. uh, famoso, written, written by Giuseppe Verdi. Oh, okay. Joe Green to you. <laughs> so, so the 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 18th century uh, mean Joe Green wrote this. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, uh, yeah, polite actually, Joe Green. Yes. Actually, after watching it, so. As I told my lovely lady Rosa uh, afterwards, because it was all in it was all in, in Italian. Yeah. It was all a bibbidi bobbidi boo <laughs> with subtitles. With uh, it was subtitles, but the way I mean, because as an avid watcher of anime, yeah. I'm used to the subtitles being below at the Dorothy Chandler Pavilion down at the, the at the music center. The subtitles are either above the stage or on your extreme left and right. No. So it's either I break my neck to my left or go up and down. Yeah. I chose to go up and down. I tried to like, all right. And um, I was thoroughly confused, even though there were subtitles the entire time. Yeah. There were subtitle everything. I was still very confused <laughs> because no one was referring to each other like, which one's Rigoletto? Uh, that was my concern the first 20 minutes. I didn't know which one was fucking Rigoletto. <laughs> Until I, I was like, you know, I just I opened up the program because he shows you all the actors. I'm like, all right, fat Italian guys, really, really all right, I'm on board. I got this. <laughs> Let me take a sip of coffee. I'm on board. So for the second act, yeah. I caught what was going on. I'm like, yeah. all right, cool. All right, I get it now. All right, I'm rolling with it. Stuff is happening. I'm getting, I'm getting invested in the plot. I'm like, all right, cool. Okay, this is getting good. All right, now, now, now that I understand what's happening, I'm on board. We get to act three. And uh, two two revel uh, well, one big revelation to me. It, this uh, this was not a revelation to Sam Ziaz. I talked to him about it earlier today when I was hanging out with him and your and your wonderful kids. And uh, as I was telling you, mm-hmm. as we were driving over, so uh, a song started playing, and I recognize it's, it's a very famous. You know, da, 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 da. I, I'm, I'm sure I can sing it because it's public domain by this point now, right? Nah, I'm sure, no bother. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, not the words, but I mean, I'm just like out. Like you know this commercial, you've seen it in commercials for pasta sauce. Yes, ragu, ragu, right? You, you've probably seen it in some movies when they're like they're at an Italian restaurant. They're probably playing it in the background. You know what I learned? Because you know, subtitles, right? He's singing the words to the song, mm-hmm. and I sat there and I'm reading the words 
to this very famous song. I'm like, hey, I know this one. Hey, all right. Oh, it's from this? Oh, okay, cool. And I'm reading the words. And I'm like, what the fuck? I lean over to Rose. I'm like, are those... Are, are these the actual words to the song? I raped your mother and molest your children. I mean, almost. Basically, I'm, I'm like, it's Was like it that talk, bad. Almost, it's like women are fickle. Like you can just replace them. It's like they change their minds like the wind. And I was like, whoa. Okay. I mean, I know this is from a long time ago, and I understand that. And uh, we're, we're losing viewers. <laughs> and holy shit. What the fuck? I was like, wow. It's like, I feel like this song has been used in romantic situations. And I, I, I'm sure at some point, some dumb Hollywood producer or some person who's like doing music probably didn't bother. Like, oh, wow, this is a famous song. Yeah. It, it sounds romantic. Let's put it in the background while, while Lady and the Tramp are kissing or something, you know? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it wasn't there. but And I was like, holy shit, this song is so fucked up. I had no idea. Fuck you, Olive Garden. Fuck you, Ragu. What the fuck? <laughs> Holy shit balls. And then after I'm I'm after I'm recovering. Yeah, well, yeah no, there's a song, there's a famous Italian song. Uh, apparently. And and so after I'm recovering from that, I'm like, holy shit, that song is fucked up. We get to the third act of the uh, of the opera. And so like oh, to, to to give you the cliff notes of this, it's like all right, uh, the clown he has a daughter. He's hiding her because apparently every man in it, in Italy is a fucking cat or a fucking <laughs> terrible man, <laughs> or as most women say, they're just regular men, and they're they're terrible and sleep around. Like the, the the duke, he has a wife, but he frequently just cheats on her all the damn time because oh he just likes to stick his dick in anything. <laughs> but apparently he falls in love. With uh, the, the clown's daughter. He doesn't know it's the clown's daughter. They, they see each other at church. That's the only time she ever leaves the house to go to church. And they fall in love. And then he, he, he finds her house. And then they, they, they profess their love for each other. Even though earlier in the earlier in the, in the damn opera, the dude's talking about how much he loves to fuck. I mean, I'm paraphrasing here. <laughs> and then they profess their love for each other. And then, oh, she gets kidnapped by a bunch of the freaking the, the Duke's fucking henchmen. who just They just love to randomly kidnap women. For fun. Just for funsies, as you do. Yeah, as you do. Apparently, you know, Saturday, you know, there was no TV, no internet, no nothing. I mean, they couldn't just sit around. There was no sports to watch. I guess. I mean, they, probably there was no one playing football in the middle People of the night. Disappear in the night. Disappear in the night, and it's, it's like, let's go into that. <laughs> hey, it's the clown's house, and they think it's his, it's, it's his wife or his lover. Like, let's just go kidnap her. That's gonna be great. <laughs> That's a great Saturday night, guys. Let's just go kidnap a woman. <laughs> And so they kidnap her, and then they take her to the king, and to the duke, and the duke's like, "Oh wait, this is the woman I love! Hooray!" And then they 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 they, they fuck around, and then uh, the the clown like, "Where is my daughter?" And everyone's like, "Oh, we thought it was your girl. Oh shit!" Like uh, apparently stealing someone's lover. That's no, oh, okay. No, okay. Stealing someone's daughter. Oh no, we <laughs> fucked up. Here's your daughter. We're we're sorry, not sorry. <laughs> and he forbids her to see from seeing him. And then of course. She's heartbroken, and he's like, let's move on to some hookers. <laughs> and so he shows this to her. He hires an assassin, and the assassin has a, has a prostitute sister. He shows his daughter, look, he's a piece of shit. Because and of his prostitute sister? No, no, not the assassin. Oh, okay. No, the assassin has a prostitute sister oh, okay. that he uses to bait his targets. Okay. Yeah, because okay. sometimes, cause I, I love the line early on, like the, the assassin was like, sometimes I go to them. Other times I use my sister and they come to me. Wow. 
his sister, you know, sleeps with him, and then he, in the, like a thief in the night, goes in with the sword, and boop, all right, you're dead. <laughs> or maybe he gets a mid- mid-nut. <laughs> that way they go out on a good note. <laughs> See, as always, Andre's Geek Philosophy, we always have to class things up with a capital K. So he shows his daughter that this Duke is an asshole. She still loves him. But then the, uh, the, the prostitute sister is like, no, we can't kill him. I love him, too. And so, all right, we'll kill the next person who walks in. The daughter hears this. I'll sacrifice myself for him because I love him so much. And I'm sitting there. Idiot. You know? <laughs> if this, I mean, seriously. If this idiot. Had, if this was not the Dorothy Chandler Pavilion, and this is not, you know, Rosa, my lovely lady, if this is not her, her technically, she works there. Mm. If, it, if, if those are, I would have been that asshole in the crowd. Like, the fuck is this shit? <laughs> but no, I have decorum. I know when and where I can be obnoxious and loud and retarded. I chose, I'm like, you know, I just ate it up. I'm like, I sat there, I'm like, mm. like maybe I let it a grunt. come on and that's where like it was like i don't understand all right cool i'm all in and oh what oh that song is fucked up and oh what the i wanted a what the fuck so bad i i i am that audience member in the movie like uh, yeah you know several times if something i'm like i'm the what the fuck was that (laughs) i i I speak for the audience (laughs) i say the things everyone thinks by the end you're like rigoletto the fuck (laughs) fuck what the fuck is this shit and I was so mad. I was very, I was very displeased. I just, I was like miserable. The, I was like internally, I was very, I was like, oh. but what's, it's funny because the performances were great. The, the, all, all, all the performers were amazing. They, they sang beautifully. Oh, freaking, the songs in Italiano. They did a wonderful job. Just, I sat there, I'm like, the fuck is this plot? <laughs> I get it. She loved him, but she sacrificed herself so he could continue to live and go continue to fuck everything. I became more cultured this past weekend, gentlemen. Well, I, I learned. Uh, I, I, that, that I am a more cultured man now. I am <laughs> more cultured now. Like holy shit balls! <laughs> I learned many things. Mm. The famous operas, like, and it's like, oh yeah, well, like yeah, this was a tragedy. Good God, <laughs> holy shit, hockey mushrooms, balls, <laughs> woo. Awesome performance. Everyone like sang well, but good God, man, uh, I, I I need to rebound from some tragedies. I when when uh when Incredibles two comes out in a couple weeks, I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> I, I know Pixar will make me feel a little sad, but I can I can count on them to not be tragic at the end. That's true. You know, you know what came out last weekend that I'm dying to see? Tell me, Sam. Upgrade. Upgrade. Oh. See, a friend of mine mentioned that, like, but he spelled it out the idiocracy way. So my response was, Brondo, it's got electrolytes. <laughs> it looks amazing. Just from yeah. that one trailer, I'm hoping to God that's that it, the, that's not the only good part that's of That's the Keanu movie. one, right? Where he's like, no, wait, that's not the one? No, no, it's, it's some crazy movie. No, I, I, it, I, it's like a combination some... of, let's see. Uh, oh, geez. It's a, what's What's the best way to describe this movie? It's a combination. I've o- I've I've only passively heard it, so I would be as reliable as a small child right now to give you information. I'll think <laughs> no. about it and I'll get back. Uh, to you. A great source of of, of amuse is a, some hmm. ch- children and hearsay. I'm confused. I keep seeing okay. that. One, okay. Okay. I saw what? one sequence where one dude is like punching the shit out of everyone, and then like and then like, I saw a meme of like it, like they put Thanos's face over uh-huh. the dude, and he was just like punching his way through all the Avengers. That's it's um, Mike Lee on Facebook Live says it's like crank. 
Yeah, similar oh, okay. to that. It has almost a Lucy esque feel to it. Okay. Uh, so it was but, written, it was written by Luke Besson over a, a few thousand bottles of wine. <laughs> no, this is more awesome. <laughs> this is way more awesome than that. It's uh, it it looks really cool. Interesting. It, uh, you know what? It's like Lucy meets Hobo with a shotgun. Oh. <laughs> That's what. Good old is. Rutger Hauer, Hobo with a shotgun. Oh, I'm kind of in now. <laughs> yeah, I, I know you're in for Robo with Jacob. You know, man, the, to stay in the topic of movies, mm-hmm. you man, what we what we learned this past weekend, apparently, Solo, a Star Wars story, has been officially declared a box office bomb. Disney is standing to lose at least fifty million because apparently, people did not go out and watch it. Mm. Like it, it took it. It was still number one this past weekend, but it only took in like twenty something million. Damn, and on, on a on a budget that was basically two movies because <laughs> they had to reshoot it. Yeah, <laughs> something we've do- we've documented this many times on the show here. And wow, I was just, I, I, I am I'm genuinely astounded. Yeah, that like this movie that it's gonna make a couple hundred million. I mean yeah. by by the end by the end of the day, I yeah. mean it's it's been in the theaters for two weeks. It's made probably 150, 160 million. It, it's probably gonna come out like a, a home video around Christmas time. Man, that might be even sooner. Yeah. Considering, you know, like, it, when a movie fails, they just fucking push all that shit forward. <laughs> when do you think the uh, or when's the next Star Wars movie coming out? Next, like next, next Christmas, uh, Christmas twenty nineteen, yeah. most likely. So, really, honest to God, here's what my question was, mm-hmm, yeah. and we had talked about it uh, before when we were yes, discussing. last two weeks we've been talking about. Well, it. no, I mean even mm-hmm. months ago, even, when, yeah. they, when they made the move the, the, to put Ron Howard yes, in charge, yeah. yeah. Why the hell didn't they just push back production to? The, to Christmas season. Yeah. That way they would have more time to actually flesh out what they want to do well, under the thing, Ron Howard. I don't even think it was a, that was a problem because I think no. the movie was The fine. movie was fine. No, there's nothing. No. Fine. And that's crazy. More Clint Howard in it, and that'll make it a fucking better movie. <laughs> no, like the, the, the final product under Ron yeah. Howard was actually really good. I, I, I shit you not, I enjoy it's probably yeah. one of my favorite Star Wars movies. Like no exaggeration, yeah. no hyperbole. It's like after walking out of like, holy shit, that was really fun. Yeah, and I, I was and I was kind of hoping. I'm like, okay, cool. I hope that, like this po- the positive word of mouth would have carried uh, carried forward and helped the movie out, but apparently not. Uh, yeah. I guess uh, there's just this negativity. But show contributor Jai Polidor sent me a great YouTube video today, and, and, and it was very unusual because it was thoughtful and well informed, which is which very is not unusual. Un, that is how un- Jai. <laughs> I know <laughs> to get to get that something that, that from Jai, and then the actual video itself, something from YouTube that is was actually a someone mm. who put a lot of thought yeah. in, into what they what they wanted to say. Mm-hmm. So this guy had a, a couple of really good points that he made about. The film itself, or like obviously we had the, the director switch. Obviously they 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 overran and how much they spent. Yeah. But the bigger thing is like I think it was kind of overestimated, like the Star Wars brand, because we show up for the event movies. Yeah. Like those 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 event movies, you know the ep- episodes. Yes, we're gonna show up for those. Those are like cultural touchstones for everybody, and those movies are inherently. I, I, hold on, let me. I don't want to Kanye you, but let me finish. <laughs> So those are like cultural touchstones. Everyone like, you know, even though like there was all that negativity around The Last Jedi, it still made a billion dollars. Now it's it's a social, it's, it's an event. Yeah. Then that then those movies, and then the reason all the the, the, the loud minority internet hates those because those are more broad, they're much more broad appeal. It's supposed to be more for everyone to kind of like get in and enjoy. Where this movie, Solo, 
was a very it's dealing specifically with just a character. Yeah. It's a lot of, you know, it's like a highlight reel of all the cool stuff about him. Like you will get a lot more out of it if you're like that hardcore Star Wars fan who's like who's grown up with it, who's like really invested in the um yeah, from the lore. Everything you've heard about Han Solo, you see in the you movie. see it in the movie, right? Yeah. Like every every little like you know passing you know comment like all oh, the Kessel Run and all that stuff, yeah. all that stuff. So he and then this guy on the he made a very good comparison. He compared this movie to Scott Pilgrim versus the World, mm. where let me let, let me get into this because I I'll, I watched this video a couple times and I was like, wow, this guy really hit some good points and I want to share them and uh, I believe it's a. Uh, I, I, I want to give him good. I want to give him proper credit because I don't want to say, "Oh, these these are all my thoughts." I came up with this my own. No, this guy had some amazing thoughts, and I want to share them and discuss them here. Where Scott Pilgrim's World, so everyone remembers, oh, two thousand and seven. Yeah, they show the Iron Man trailer at Comic Con, and everyone loses their goddamn minds. And they're like, "Oh, cool, we have a hit on our hands." And then fast forward a few years later, they do the Scott Pilgrim panel. They show the, and the they show the trailer. Everyone loses their goddamn minds. Mm-hmm. I'm sure whoever produced that was a Universal. Yeah, yeah. No, that was universal. Because all like, oh shit, we have a bonafide hit. Then, this is gonna be like this is gonna be like our Iron Man. Hall H loses their goddamn minds. They invest a fuck ton of money promoting the fuck out of Scott Pilgrim, mm-hmm. and only the most hardcore of nerds showed up because it's a very you know yeah niche so people don't outside of that niche don't know it. Yeah, so even comic book fans like that was yeah not a yeah, like, oh, yeah. I, I, it, it could be argued Iron Man wasn't very you know yeah. in vogue back then, but. It was more mainstream. It was though. a little bit more mainstream. It's a Marvel comic. Yeah. So he likened this so, this solo movie was for the hardest of the hardcore. This is not because if if this was if they could magically get Harrison Ford, then maybe that because yeah. that's something that appeals more to you know the a widespread audience. Oh, a lot of people watch those older the the, the original trilogy or maybe watch Force Awakens. Hey, it's Harrison Ford being yeah. Han Solo. And so, like, that, oh, oh, that would be more appealing where you get this unproven guy who's only been in a couple of movies. I discussed, I remember it was something, apparently he was in a movie called um, uh, Something Creatures. Like the, the, no. our, our buddy Kyle was in, uh, Kyle Gallner was in, it was like, uh, oh, okay, cool. Something Creatures. Okay. And then I, and I, my only other point of reference for Alden Eidenreich, Dangerous Creatures? Oh, something Creatures. Mm-hmm. Some emo-ish movie that didn't do very well. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Kyle. Sorry, Kyle, we love you. <laughs> we love you. We, we still love you, Kyle. And then my only point of reference was Hail Caesar, mm. which my roommate made a very good point. It's like, oh, he was playing a bad actor in yeah, Hail Caesar. That's true. <laughs> he, that's true. he was playing a guy who couldn't act. <laughs> he, he was great at being a cowboy, but he's not great at being an actor. And I was like, oh, the Coen brothers did a very good job of hiding the fact he wasn't a very good actor. <laughs> Granted, he wasn't bad in Solo. Like, oh. like if you were expecting Hans, if you were expecting the 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 the, the ghost of <laughs> Harrison Ford to inhabit him and make him Han Solo, no, that wasn't gonna happen. Beautiful creatures. Beautiful creatures. Thank uh, you. Was, some there's some it, sort it of bugging me. There's some sort of adjective <laughs> in front of it. So basically, mm-hmm. what you're saying is that these movies, the not not the ones that are part of the the movie, anthology yeah, movies, th- yeah, the ones that are the side mm-hmm. the side quests, if you will. There you go. Are so. like midterm elections. There, you, that's another great parallel to the real world, where people are going to go out of their way to vote for presidential elections, but you see a huge drop off in midterm elections. Yeah, we're, because there's just not as much. Uh, it, the midterms are for people who are a little more attuned to what's happening. Exactly that 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 is an that is an excellent comparison to the real yeah. world, where like Rogue One did good. It wasn't like oh my god, it did very well. I, I'm sure it did better than they expected. Yeah. I'm sure and it internationally did really well because they made sure they put some big Chinese stars in it, yeah. and so that movie did exceptionally well internationally. Where they didn't they didn't freaking insulate this movie yeah. by for, by forcing yeah. in some <laughs> some Chinese actors to to help push it along internationally. 
so w- by that same scale, mm-hmm. would Ready Player One fall on that? I think so. I yeah. think t- I, because I've been, I've both of us have been uh, talking up that movie. I and, People that we mm-hmm. know are huge nerds that would adore it are just dragging their feet on it. Which, honest to God. Mm-hmm. It it was early. It was like the first movie of all of the big summer nerd movies that came yeah, out. Yeah, they came out. But uh, it was also on. the one that was like kind of the least advertised coming out. So I could see where it went under the radar. But the thing that I think hurt Solo the most mm-hmm. was the fact that there were like three, four yeah. significant yeah. movies. Huge movies around it. Yeah. Within that... weeks of it. You had Deadpool. You had Avengers. You had, you had everything floating in around that, it there was a, there was a lot in, yeah, that, that, I, yeah i feel that's that a, that's, was, a, that's an excellent point. that was the biggest mistake was your ner- nerds only have so much money yeah, yeah to and, spend and pre- premiere that movie surrounding it with all of that stuff take <laughs> it to the freaking holiday season you yeah. you'll dominate it everybody yeah. will go yeah. see it. exactly and we, and we just had a star wars movie yeah five months ago i didn't understand we're on yeah. nerd burnout it, right it's, now. It's like yeah, you're appealing to a yeah that and see that that concentrates the problem right there. Where like not only were you you're appealing to a niche market, yeah. and then you've already burned out the nerds the last three weeks yeah. with Avengers with Deadpool the week before. I mean, nerds have disposable income, but damn, I mean, like going to the movies is an expensive fucking proposition. Mm-hmm. Unless you plan ahead, like Mr. P. Molini here, <laughs> it's very expensive to go to a goddamn movie. May I just say one thing? Say Did one you, thing. You mentioned planning ahead at the movies. I got the AMC app, app and I I ordered my food and it was there for me. I didn't even have to like go and wait in the line for thirty minutes. I just went and I just grabbed the food from the shelf and went straight to the <laughs> nice. We live in the future. I love it. Yeah. We it's amazing. Now here's the one problem with it. Mm-hmm. Somebody can just randomly walk up and take your shit. Yeah. I bet that's already happening. Like there's nobody watching it. They just drop it off right yeah, there. They'll, like, they'll just put it in this like little heated area. Mm-hmm. You go and you tell them the approximate time you, you're going to show up. Mm-hmm. I asked the guy at the front, you know, so I, do I just walk up and grab it? And they're like, yeah, just go ahead. I'm like, there's nobody watching it. <laughs> this, uh, somebody, somebody. What I, kind of honor system is this where like a movie I mean, theater, like the, the Bastion people trying to cheat and, and like watch as many movies as they can or yeah. sneak into a different movie? Yeah, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm expecting like. Somebody to like snag parts of my food or all of my food, and then I have to go to the front. Excuse me, I, all of my food is gone, and then all, I have to go through the whole process of waiting. Yeah, for food yeah and then the, the whole the whole point of you using this app is for you to save time and just be at your seat and not have yeah. to go wait in line. And there, and then you get which jacked. was effective right now because it's new. It's, <laughs> it's something that not many people know about. Because uh, the evil people don't know about it yet. They're like, yeah. wait, I don't have to pay for popcorn. I can just steal someone else's. <laughs> now wait about three weeks. That's when the people who show up to weekend movies are going to slowly notice. Hey, whose food is sitting over there? Oh, I, it's my oh food I'm now. Sam right now. I'm going to go and grab that. <laughs> my name's Sam. I'm Dre. I'm telling. This you. is this is my nachos now. <laughs> I'm telling you, uh, it's uh, it's bound to happen with shit like that. Oh yeah. yeah. They always, people always find a way. Oh, they people find a way to cheat. But they make so much money on that fucking shit. That's true. They, yeah. they, they, that's probably, they can, they can, they can stand up. They can stand to lose a damn pretzel. I'm sure they can. That's the thing that was tripping out, me and John were tripping out. Because I hadn't been to the academy in a long time. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, you get in for three bucks, but it's regular food price. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, the, only, the only thing that's cheap on the menu is the hot dog. Yeah, and even that, that used to be a dollar. Now it's a dollar fifty. Yeah. <laughs> Everything else is like, yeah, I paid, what, the 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 drink, the popcorn, and the pretzel I bought for, for myself and Rosa? That was 15 bucks. Yeah, see? <laughs> Yeah, I went to I went with Lily. And uh-huh. I you know I'm on a budget, so we went uh, and caught mm-hmm. the the 10 a.m. movie. Mm-hmm. It was seven. It was 15 bucks for both of us, and then for her one thing of candy, one water to split, and me with my pretzel bites. 
another it was 35 bucks total for wow. fuck's sake it's in, it's insane. you know amc is doing like a tuesday thing if you like get it through the app if you have like the whatever whatever their club thing is yeah uh it's like that tuesday is just like they're doing like a five dollar thing now apparently that's pretty cool so like we yeah, have, if, you, um, if you need something for yourself and lily and jojo to do is one of their premier club members oh so oh. we can take advantage of that there you go I'll, I'll dip my balls in that. Uh, of course you will. But, so then, now that we've done our, 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 our uh, Dre's Geek Philosophy brought to you by AMC Stubbs. <laughs> we had to do our AMC Stubbs segment so we can get our, you can like, get, get our payola. You like to go to the movies. You like to pay low prices on do, Tuesdays. Do, do you want to save money on Tuesdays? Make sure you join AMC Stubbs and get yourself a $5 Tuesday. By the way, I, I got to say, big nerd event for me coming up mm-hmm. is on the I think it's on the... 15th and the 19th or something. Mm-hmm. But they, they do it twice. It's uh, Rift Tracks. They're doing Space Mutiny. So if you're an MST3K. Ah, uh, MST3K. There you go. Yeah. Those Rift Tracks. Uh, it's Rift Tracks guy. guys. So it's uh, it's going to be in live in theaters, and it's just downstairs for me. So, Dre, if you'd like to go, let me know. Oh, we shall see. Because that's, that's fun. <laughs> we we shall see. I think mean, I think the only rift tracks I've ever gone to was uh Godzilla uh, the uh, Godzilla aka Ferris Bueller saves New York. Ah, see, I, I think we took D'Lo to see Sharknado. Oh on rift tracks, and that was just too much. I don't know if even that can save. No, no, <laughs> be saved. no, no, it, it couldn't. But Space Mutiny is my favorite episode of MST3K. But no, so so they're, an, they're an updated version. An updated version with with with, with I mean, more shirt, with more updated pop, uh, pop culture references. I have a shirt that has all of the the names that they throw out in that episode. Mm-hmm. Like I am a big fan of that specific episode. <laughs> wow. So um, Labo, bitch. That's right. Labo. I totally forgot to talk about that. I forgot to write that down. So so today because I. After I finished my, after I finished a five a.m. shift mm-hmm. working at the rep company, I was in Burbank, so I was right by uh, Sam Zia's house. So I was like, "Hey, I want to go visit Sam, visit his awesome stepdaughter Lily, go see his awesome little boy jo- Jojo, Joey, Joseph, everything under Giuseppe. the Giuseppe, 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 yeah, boo, but uh, so I went to go hang out with him because I I like I like throwing his little boy around and I I drew a Pokemon for for. For for Lily and um, Sam had bought a Nintendo or either Labo. Sam or so either or you did had bought the Nintendo Labo. We had yeah. talked about it here mm-hmm. before it come out, but I I never got because I didn't go out and buy it because I'm also balling on the budget, mm-hmm. and uh, I got to try it out today. Mm-hmm. And holy you, didn't, you didn't do any of the assembly. You just got the no. I got the, the I, guess, I didn't get the, the assembly part. The the, the Lego esque or the Minecraft mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call part of of, of the building. It, apparently, and Sam's only like the. There's a little motorcycle thing that mm-hmm. took like, like an hour, two hours to build. Uh, about two hours, fifteen minutes. The piano is going to take about three hours. The house is like a four-hour job. Yeah, because like it, it's this whole thing where like it's it's like building yeah. a Lego set, but it's all cardboard. You have to fold it and you, you follow the instructions. And I so I got to try it out the, the finished product because I I had never tried it. I was like, oh, okay, this seems really cool. I'm sure people will create lots of cool stuff. But as it is with most of Nintendo's, you know, tech like they are very good at creating excellent tech technical demonstrations where they will get an idea mm-hmm. and they will fine tune it. I'm sure they've worked on this for years because that, that is their way. They like, yeah. they, they get a, they get a kernel of an idea and they grow it and they work on it and yeah. they, they fire several people and they, <laughs> they, they torture a bunch of well, play test people. And, um, I got to try it. Like it's, it's a little motorcycle thing. And it's like, you, you stick the two controllers into the sides, motion it, control, right? they're motion controls. Yeah. And then you put the, the, the switch, 
in the middle, so it's, it's your screen, and you have to like you have to start the engine. You have to start the engine. You press a button, start the engine, and then you turn the gas, mm -hmm. and then you have to you have, you have cardboard. Turn. All cardboard. Of it. It's all cardboard. Actually, mm -hmm. pretty pretty good grade cardboard. I like at least you're getting your eighty dollars worth. Great, <laughs> but. It was super responsive. It felt like it felt like a legit arcade game, like you know when you'd go to like Dave and Buster's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It back, the back VR, in the old days. The, 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 the uh, motorcycle one has a VR effect to it almost. Like if, like, if you kind of just focus on like oh like oh shit, like it detected every little movement. Like you, you turn and like for some of the, for some of the turns you had to like lean into it, yeah. like a motorcycle. So like like you, you had to lean through it, and it was really intuitive. And I was like, holy shit, this nice. is like. It was really it's super sensitive and it was really responsive for two controllers and a screen and a bunch of cardboard. Yeah. You're recreating a VR esque, uh, an arcade like experience. I was, I honestly was blown away. I, I, mm -hmm. I, I was a little skeptical. I'm sure, like, oh, I'm like, people will create some stuff. Like, but I, I, you know, being so detached, you know, now it's almost going to be five years since I worked there. It's like, oh, wow. I'd forgotten that when, when they focus on something, yeah, they go a lot. It, it is it's high quality. Yeah. And I was blown away. And then Sam's like, "No, you got to try the fishing out." So the whole fishing setup is like, again, you put the controllers into the into the fishing rod, and there's a string connected to, the, to another box. You put the switch in the other box, and then it's all again, it's all the motion. And the like, string, by the way, ha has tension. It has tension. It's resistance. Like there's like a little, I'm, I'm sure there's like yeah. a little resistance thing rolling it back. Yeah. So as you're fishing, like you feel the the, the thing as you're reacting because you're, you're reacting to the screen, and then everything that you're doing motion wise is reflects exactly on the screen. So mm. you get near the fish, like you pull it. If you if you if you just literally lift it up, you just see the the hook. It, oh, it, it, immediately, the there there's no latency. There's no uh, there's no interruption where like you pull up and, you, and then it like waits a second. Then moves. no, it's like it's real time. Oh, Everything wow. the 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 the, the yeah. motion control like now because now we're we're, we're in 2018. Yeah. This isn't 2006 with the Wii controller where it just recognizes move. Yeah. Move. Move. Where everyone fascinated with that back in, mm -hmm. in 06, 07. <laughs> this is like it was like so, like and you you you're spinning the thing up and it, and, it, and it reacts. It knows like cause there's a camera on the other end that's watching oh, the spin. Wow. Yeah. And so it knows how fast you're spinning or how, how rapidly you are. And then and you see like, the, the reaction time. Like, if obviously, like, the smaller fish are really easy to catch. And the bigger fish, you have to, like, really go through a whole ordeal yeah. where you have to, like, as Sam it's was like walking me through it. It's like a five to ten-minute ordeal oh, to wow. catch some of the bigger yeah, fish. Yeah. Sam was walking me through it because, like, you have to, oh, you have to, you have, you have to point down and, and give it some slack and then, re and then, re and then like, uh, uh, unspool some, <laughs> some line or else it's going to break. Or you got to you lose some tension and, and go back and forth. And then... Uh, and, Crazy. It's and, crazy. And it first off, I built the entire thing. Yeah, the, the sand built like, them. from the string, everything. It just comes out in like cardboard sheets, and you have a bag with the string, the rubber bands, and all of this stuff. And and, and, and you just put it all together. And wow. the video is uh, the 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 instruction video that the game comes with is so easy and it's so quick and intuitive that it makes it sign who I, as much as I appreciated Legos, I sucked at that shit. I didn't have the attention span to build like Right, or to notice uh, the difference between step 13 and step 14 is yeah. just a few bricks, you know. Yeah. I'm sure something you've been going through. Now that, you, <laughs> now that you've become a Lego guy very recently, like you're going through that. Yeah. Like, this is way but, easier to understand. It's way more intuitive. You can go as you, fast or slow as, through the video as you want. It's all controlled through the controller. I have Lily fast forward or hold the controller for the video part while I do the folding. Yeah, because you either watch it on the, on the screen itself or you hook it up to your TV or you, yeah. and you watch it on the TV and you go through the whole process of building these. Yeah. cardboard things and it's it's very interesting if if i had the disposable income i would be inclined to get it and i now what i want to see like I, as i said a few months ago when we were talking about this now what i want to see like 
if these technical demos have shown like this little motorcycle, and I'm sure you're going to build the piano, or you're going to build a little house. Yeah. Like if I'm, I'm probably going to end up getting that robot kit. Oh, too. right. The, the robot kit really the helmet and the, the backpack. boxing robot. <laughs> and uh, if, if just from this, I mean, if we get some like interesting stuff like this, it also the game itself also comes with the tools to create your own things. Like if you want to make your oh, own really? game, where like yep. you're not just restricted to like, oh, I only have the fishing thing, or I only have yeah. this motorcycle, or I only have the piano, or whatnot, or no, like it come like the the, the software mm -hmm. is not just those. It's there is a, a suite where like, oh, you can program oh, the wow. controllers, you can program the switch to you know, all right, what kind of input do you want? You can create your own things. So and now I, I'm curious to see maybe like I'm maybe six months from now, maybe a year from now, where where this will go, where you're super creative types, where like someone out there who's like, a, you know, game designer in training, create something unique, yeah. like some like some. Like, of course, I God, my 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 first my 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 first guttural instinct is like make a good lightsaber thing. Yeah. <laughs> no. That's why it's my guttural thing. That's what that's what everybody wanted when the Wii first came out. Everybody wanted a lightsaber kind of game. Oh. But now with these with the Joy-Cons, with the with the motion control and the response on these, uh, it might be more feasible to create something where like we're with a string and you know and yeah. the camera I can see the the tension of the string. I'm like I'm like now I'm like I'm trying to like, you know, you know, junior engineer it in my head right here. <laughs> It just occurred to me what? with those Joy Cons, you know, because they have the cameras on. It has a camera. I can see that. That's how the piano works. The yeah. piano sees which keys are mo or, or which keys are moving. You know what needs to happen now? What a VR helmet, an actual affordable VR helmet that something that can hold the screen right there, mm -hmm. and you can use the controllers to do that kind of. I, I think that the the robot thing kind of functions like that, where it's it, like you put the 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 screen like right here. It, I is that how that one works? I'm, I, not, I'm sure. not. I'm not. I'm obviously like I don't if have that's it. That's how that one works. I'm all about it. <laughs> yeah, I think that it's kind of like a junior VR kit, where yeah. it's like I think I think you have the screen right here because it's supposed to be very intuitive. Because like you know, all the strings are controlling it, and you're doing the punches, yeah. and you you, know, you drop down to transform into like a card, and, and then run over things. That's awesome. No, so. I'm I'm thinking like. Have a, so a we'll legit VR helmet rig for it, and with those two Joy Cons, you got all the equipment you need for right. a really yeah. legit one. So because none it, of the other like the the other setups that I've seen have a have a have controllers that are that motion sensitive, right. And have cameras on the end. You you could do a lot more with exactly, them. and that's where like that that creative part, like that that's that third part, because like yeah. you know like build, play, because there's like there's those th the, the three things like because Nintendo always likes to have their little so it's like it's build play and then there's create yeah where it's like you're making your own mm -hmm. like so like the motorcycle thing you can make your own courses oh that's you can you can like it's not just oh you play through the nine courses they have built in like one is very excite bike-esque like, oh cool that's a little jumps like yeah. excite bike <laughs> i was about to say it has that the the fact that you can create courses mm -hmm. that's excite bike exactly nintendo they, they they'll always go back to something they always go back <laughs> to older ideas and try to make the and, and modernize them so and, and that's and that kind of leads me to my next thing. Like next week is E3. We're already we are on the cusp of the Electronic Entertainment Expo. So that that's where I'm curious. Where will Nintendo show more Labo stuff? Uh, do they have stuff? You know, hit like it, it, are we going to see more of this? It ha I don't know if it's been successful or not. I'm sure that's the thing we need to pay attention to is the success of it, the, is of it the successful? Setup. When I go visit I get Target, the feeling, like how you've described mm -hmm. Nintendo's business model, mm -hmm. they're not looking for things that are going to sell when they open. They're looking for things that are going to sell, sell over, long, yeah, over long term, five six years. Yeah, 
that's what the Labo seems to be des like designed to do. The Where the, the, the two kits, I don't know if they're going to come out with more kits or like. Yeah, I hope they do. But here's the problem. If it doesn't make a splash, it's going to go by the way of the Virtual Boy. Yep, Man. Virtual Boy and all, all the other like fun ideas that yeah. like go by the wayside. Yeah. So I want to, I'm hoping this is one of them. That's like the Wii Fit Bounds board. Yeah. yeah. Well, that one had a hot run for a second. It had a, yeah, you know, it, it, it was hot for like Everybody a year. Everybody had. And then if you went to a GameStop, you saw a whole bunch of dirty traded in. <laughs> we fit like, oh, here's people's foot fungus on this. Oh, good God. Yeah. So I'm thinking this is this has potential to yeah. carry a mm -hmm. lot more. Well, what, you know what I think? What, so like obviously like next week is going to be like next Monday and Tuesday. We're going to see all the press conferences. And then Nintendo is going to do like their own like their little Nintendo Direct. What I think what I hope that we see, uh, everyone is going to like, oh, I want to see Smash Brothers. I mean, like, I want to see. If in like in this short time that Labo has been out, like if Nintendo's gonna showcase like unique stuff that people have made, like I don't like if they're if they're gonna oh, do like cool. like to yeah. show like oh this is what you can like it's not just the games that come with it but what people can do like I'd like to think that maybe there's people out there who, like uh, if they're like A I'm Labo sure Nintendo yeah some showcase of like what people have done with it to show people hey look it's more than just some cardboard it's actually some you know, it's intriguing software like that's I, I'm hoping to see that like. Of all the things, like that would be, especially after the experience I had trying out with with you today. Like, I, I'm hoping that there's stuff like that, or like down the line, they they give us a, you know, like they, they or they try to encourage people, like, hey, or they have a contest, like show us the most unique thing you've made with Labo. I get the idea. I, I this is an idea that's out of the box. Of course, for me, this is Samzia. <laughs> yes, for me, this is out of the box. For you, it's out of the box. I'm picturing people like with this setup that they have, and you like if they do decide to do more of a virtual esque thing with the screen, mm -hmm. you could have like LARPers. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Like yeah. that are virtual LARPers with this stuff. That would be interesting. Like, if, if people you, showing up at parks playing this. Stuff. Like if you if you can network the switches with each other so they can interact. That yeah. way, like if you're like attacking someone else, like you you'd see them come. Like yeah, maybe it's maybe it's very basic, like yeah. freaking 1980s, like you know, <laughs> like it's all polygons coming towards you. But like the fact you can control them and it's like yeah, yeah, you're having cool. these you battles. Can use the old Wii knees. Where like you, you you like you're doing the whole bow and arrow. Where, like you have the camera facing out. Like yep. mm, boop. that's exactly what I'm talking about. I'm pretty cool. Like if the if there if there's I'm oh, I'm sure they can program I'm sure like I, I, obviously it's beyond me but like yeah. I'm sure someone could figure <laughs> out something with the with the tools that are in there maybe I, I wouldn't be surprised if someone already working on something like and I'm sure you're not the only person who probably thought like hey we can do some cool stuff with weapons and like you know oh it's a throwing axe so it's a freaking the Joy Cons can be an axe they can be a sword they can be a whip they can be a bow and arrow they can be all sorts of things oh yeah there's a lot of fascinating things and, and then um, you see that that announcement of that Pokemon game that's right. <gasps> <laughs> oh my god yeah. right, you, I'm I, sure you and Lily were very excited cause... Oh jeez Lily and I have been talking about this non-stop It's yeah. going to be the coolest thing ever Because yeah. I, mean, I have such a deep roster on my On Pokemon your Pokemon Go, Go. And yeah. so it's basically a Pokemon Go game But for the Nintendo Switch right Well no it's uh, uh what is it Pokemon I, I don't know Go, it's, 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 yeah, they're gonna go. Pikachu let's go. Let's go, Pikachu, and let's, let's go, go Eevee. Yeah. But yeah. it somehow connects to your Pokemon. Yeah, you go next go. Your, but it's on the Switch, isn't it? Yes, it's on the Switch, but it connects to your Pokemon Go account. You can upload your your, your Pokemon. Pokemon. Okay, so, so all, the, I, all, all I have, that you've done is not for not. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not pointless. You can actually use it. I got it, Mew and Mewtwo already lined up. I got Zapdos. I got all, almost all the legendaries. Right, because they yeah. I got two Gyaradoses. Because that's the funny thing is, I think there's been a lot of video game announcements in the last week or two. A lot, a lot of companies are not waiting for E3 yeah. to do stuff. And we were going in like about two, three months ago, thinking this wasn't going to be that exciting. I think this is going to be 
uh, super exciting E3 just based off of the games coming out. Right. The, the, and, like, the concepts coming out. This is where we're hitting kind of the power stroke of this of, of this, this generation, generation yeah. of, of consoles. We're going to start seeing the stuff that, you know, these are going to be the games that we're going to start seeing at E3 this year are going to be the ones that we're going to say are going to be the best ones of this generation. Yeah, because like all, all these developers have had these development kits for now, like for like for the PS4, a they've decade. had no, not a decade, no, no, no it's not a decade, my friend, like five years. But like, no, the PS4, PS4 development kits, the PS4 came out five years ago. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they were developing for it for two, three. Years no, before. I mean no. Sony was developing, oh, Sony. but the yeah. kids, I'm talking yeah. about developers, yeah. third-party companies making games. As it is with every generation, we've reached that sweet spot where now they know the architecture of what they're working with. They, they, they've had a lot of time to work with now. They've had five-plus years with the PS4. They've had, I forgot, like four-plus years with the Xbox One. Now we're going to see what people can really make. We're reaching those primaries. We're like, it was the same thing with the PS2. When we got to 2004, 2005, we were getting God of War and getting freaking Resident Evil 4. Like A lot of like seminal games like i think it was like the, whatever the, the grand theft auto grand san andreas theft auto, yeah. we were getting a lot of like the seminal like really good shit like or on, on, on the xbox like halo 2 you know, gears of war this year like that's the stuff yeah. like, we've got some of the like we had red dead redemption the first mm -hmm. the well the second one of the series red, but, red dead but that was the game of the ps3 yeah yeah i'm mean, see that's why for ps3 that was like around yeah. the time like yeah because they had already did they had, G, they had gta 4 but later yeah. on that's they really hit their stride they knew what they were doing when they reached those so we've reached that point in a lot of these uh, with these game consoles that we're going to see some of their best content now yeah coming out over the next year or two yeah and i think this e3 is where we're going to see a lot of the announcements and uh, which leads me to believe that the Final Fantasy remake isn't going to come out on this generation. Yeah, uh, that, because they're if they're doing it episodically, it would be stupid for them to program one for PS4 and then have the rest come out later. Oh, although they although they famous though, was it, there was a quote a few weeks ago where like they said, "Oh, the PS4 still has like three years left." In yeah, it. and that. So far, and it, yeah, maybe it has like a couple of good years, but then it has that that shitty last year where yeah, <laughs> where everyone's been moving on, everyone's moving on in the net to PS5, well, and and there's still games coming out for PS4 because they were they're 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 committed to <laughs> keeping it out for a little bit longer. When you see the section of Target go from like eight feet to four feet to yep. two feet to clearance. <laughs> <laughs> One game that I think we're gonna see a lot of at E3 is gonna be uh, the Kojima game. Right, the Death, Death Stranding. Stranding. Yeah, I the feel like the development on that has been lightning fast. I it, feel like that, that. I think that's going to be like a big showcase for for Sony and their press conference. That's going to uh, be yeah, like absolutely. that. That's going to be, yeah, yeah. You, you know what game is not going to be showcased? Red Dead. At, no, 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 no. Red Dead. Uh, they do. They don't show up. No. At all. Can, can I? Can I make my joke? I'm about to bury. So I'm gonna bury one of your favorite things to bury. You know what's not gonna be in Sony's press conference? Destiny, because they're because they're doing their own they're doing their own Twitch reveal tomorrow. Yeah, I've been pay, I've been paying attention. To hey, it's yeah, a, it's hey, a hey. new IP, isn't it? No, 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 no. That no, no. That's something different. No, no. There's a destiny. There's a there's another destiny coming out. The the destiny expansion. The or year two, or uh, get this. Oh, yeah. get this. You know what the expansion for year two is called? No, no. It's called Forsaken. <laughs> you know, what Bungie did to their player base? What they did to 95% of their, uh, the, to, what, what they've done to the game that was really good? It's been Forsaken. 
What kind of a retarded meta joke is that? To call your game that has had an a complete and utter <laughs> disaster, to call your expansion Forsaken. That's what your fans have done to your game. That's what you've done to your fans. Why don't you just call it Destiny Funeral? Yeah, Destiny fucked. Destiny Fubar. <laughs> Destiny. Why? Why are we still here? Because we have a contract with that with that, with Craftivision. Oh, but the, the 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 thing you were talking about. Apparently, a Chinese company. Uh, I, I forgot what they were called. They they threw a hundred million dollars at, at the at the yeah. They they look at this track record of Destiny and they're like, oh, maybe we we should give them a hundred million dollars to make yeah. a game for us. Yeah. Some, I don't know. I, I don't know if they're known for like online games, but that they, they threw a hundred million dollars at Bungie to to make a separate IP to make some sort of exclusive thing for. I'm sure it's going to be some sort of gold farming game of some so sort. I'm getting the feeling that they're not with the money that they just got thrown at them for this. They're not going to pay much attention to Destiny. Well, unfortunately, well they they still have a contract. Um, well, unless they unless they break the contract, and then they're gonna have to pay. They're gonna have to give a lot of. They're gonna have to take that hundred million and hand it back, hand it back over to Activision, or get in the middle of a lawsuit because I'm sure Crap Division is not gonna let them just walk away nope. from their game. It's uh. Oh, a tangled web is being. <laughs> Does the game weaved. have to be one that's uh, PS4? Can they just make it a handheld and say that? It, you know, I don't know what it is. I mean, well, we don't know what it is. It's still an undetermined. It's some sort. It's not. It's obviously not Destiny because like Bungie immediately said, "Oh no, we're still dedicated to Destiny." I'm like, "Yeah, you're dedicated to your failing game that like has Destiny a dwindling mobile game." That's what's. <laughs> it'll, it'll be Destiny Go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing Ingrams. Throwing Ingrams at Guardians. <laughs> So That's instead of Pokeballs at Pokemon, you're just throwing Ingrams at, 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 dead, at dead Guardians. And instead of Ingrams, it's actually just literally throwing just money. You're just, just throwing, throwing money. Just money. <laughs> All day. I'm just shooting glimmer everywhere. Yep. That, that, that's, the, that's the currency in the game, ah, glimmer. glimmer. Yeah, I just, when I saw when I saw those, yeah, because it was over the last couple of days, both, both of those announcements were, it was literally today where I saw the Destiny 2 Forsaken. I'm like, ha! <laughs> I messaged my Destiny friends. I'm like, oh, pardon me. You have to excuse me while I laugh so hard and pass out at this retarded game. What? I, I, it's They are so tone deaf. That, yeah. I think that's the thing that terrifies me the most over this la these last six months. Or, or more than six months. Like these, these nine months since Destiny 2 came out. Like They truly are tone deaf. They, they they are inept. They don't listen to the to their audience. They don't. They just do whatever they want to do. They're they're they're, they're incredibly arrogant. They, they they think they can do no wrong. That, clearly, they there's they have this. Um, God, there's a term for it, isn't it? Like that, Mr. Magoo. No, 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 no. It's like it's like some like like a Magoo esque thing. Like they 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 oh, think everything myopic. Myopic, yes. It's like no matter everything we do is gold. Even though you can present evidence to them that no, everything is shit. Mm -hmm. That's not true. Yeah. We're still awesome. It's We're Shinola. <laughs> we don't care. Everything's fine. Myopia. Yeah, they are myopic. It's just oh, they they will deny it even with, with hey, we used to have a million players logging every day. Now we struggle to get fifty thousand. Hmm. Seems like a problem. Yeah. You only have five percent of your player base. Five percent, if that. I. It's funny because, like, you know, it's funny. Every week, whenever we we'd log on, ever since the recent expansion, I was checking to see how many people were playing Destiny. So, like, the first day, the, oh, I noticed a few. I, I was like, no, I saw like, the first day. I was like, because I have a lot of people on my friends list. Because obviously, I played the first Destiny for three years. I, a lot of my people on my friends list were just purely because of Destiny. So, like, the first day, this. Oh, a lot of them played it. I saw, oh, there's 20 people playing Destiny. I'm like, I was like, ah, oh, suckers. <laughs> they gotcha. 
And then the following like, every time we'd log on, I I, I would check. I was kind of counting. I was kind of like I just look. I'm like, all right. The following week it was like 15, then eight, <laughs> and then today I, I didn't even, I didn't even check today because <laughs> I'm sure it was like probably three <laughs> or two because yeah. That's what the the the, uh, the the destiny cycle continues. Oh, expansion comes out. Everyone plays for two weeks. They finish all the content, and then when they go back to whatever they are already playing, <laughs> everyone all the beers go back into their caves and hibernate until the next expansion. <laughs> yeah, everyone's gonna wait till September. Now, now it's like, oh, go back into your caves till September, everyone, and give us forty more dollars to continue playing the game. In, insert insert forty dollars a quarters. <laughs> we promise you into it's into be your just uh, as good as it was eight years ago. <laughs> don't worry, it's still Halo. Yeah, remember, remember when we, when we made Halo, guys? We made Halo. Remember, how, remember that game? Remember those good times when we played Halo, guys? Wasn't it great? <laughs> that's how they got me. No. I won't be honest. That's how they got me. I bought Destiny Sight Unseen. I, I think I had watched one trailer, like the, the that one really cool where they, 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 they went from event to event without hitting a menu. I was like, that's really cool. Awesome. And I bought Destiny with my PS4 and bada bing, bada boom. I played three years, made a lot of friends, and then... I was forsaken. You were forsaken. <laughs> <laughs> you know what isn't forsaken? My Twitter account. You can always follow us on Twitter at Dre GP Podcast. If you're watching this on Facebook, let's say you want to see the whole studio. You can watch us just like uh, Chanel is watching us right now on twitch.tv forward slash Dre GP podcast. If you're listening to this on <laughs> Stitcher, if you're listening to this on iTunes or on SoundCloud, you can watch us on live on facebook.com forward slash Dre GP podcast. You, if you like comic books, Pete Malini over here to my right. He has a comic book show that we do right here on this Facebook channel on Wednesday nights called The Multiverse Comic Show, where we talk about brand new comics. We talk about comic book news. All Anything that falls under the purview of comic books happens on Wednesday nights right here on this Facebook channel. You can follow Pete at Nostalgic underscore comics. He sells books. Yeah. <laughs> if you want comic books, this is your guy. You can contact him through that. If you like radio... Mr. Radio right here. Executive producer, Sam Zia. But like that, I sell drugs to the community. He does sell drugs to the community. I not. <laughs> he does. No, I don't. You can follow him on Twitter. <laughs> you can follow him at Sam Z570. And you can ask him. Uh, and you can refer to him as Chocolate Gideon. Because, yeah. But Black Dynamite, I sell drugs to the community. And that, that is our, our mandatory Black Dynamite reference. Because every time I say this is also true, that's a Black Dynamite reference. If you want to watch classic episodes, if you don't want to go balls deep into my Facebook, you can go to YouTube, type in Dre's Geek Philosophy, and you'll see classic episodes. Our first 16 episodes are on there if you want to watch those. As I take the time to actually download them and re-upload them and take the, and do the whole editing and who's a what's it's in fun. It's so funny because like when you watch it on YouTube and I keep talking about Facebook, 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 that makes me laugh every time. <laughs> I was like, eh, suck it. <laughs> So that that's that's the show. That's the show. Uh, guys, <laughs> anything else you want to share? You're good. You're good. I'm good. Dave Franco's at home. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Samzia. He has a sore throat. <laughs> I thought he had a sore wrist. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. If you're catching this on audio, this oh you've. 
Oh, apparently Chanel's coming to California in the next couple of weeks. Hey, welcome, come on by to California. Welcome on down. No, she just said guess who's coming. She, she I presume it's her. Yeah, she is. Because she, she's in Tejas. <laughs> One of our, our Texas viewers. <laughs> Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. This has been Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. Every Monday night, every time, 8 p.m. right here on Facebook Live, and also on iTunes Audio. If you don't like to see my face, you can just listen. You can just listen to this awesome <laughs> radio voice with a deep, deep bass. Have yourselves a good night. Thank you for watching. Good night. Bye bye. Rigoletto, bitches. Rigoletto. <laughs> <laughs> da 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 da.